I don't have time to sleep. <laughs> Many of the guys say, right? I'll sleep when I die. That's another good one. Turns out sleep might be the most important thing you can do to improve your urological health and live better with age. Today, we'll talk about sleep. Let's go. Welcome to the Dr. Geo podcast. I am your host, Dr. Geo, where it is my goal to share with you ideas, tools, and some of my clinical experience on how you can help yourself to improve your urological function and live better with age. Today, we're going to talk about sleep and how to optimize it. There's been a plethora of research within the last 10 years, probably even more, but certainly I remember reading a book back in medical school about 20 years ago by William DeMint. I believe it was called The Power of Sleep or Just Sleep. And it was just fascinating, but it, was, it still wasn't convincing enough for me to actually prescribe it 20 years ago or prescribe it enough because I have too many things to do. I don't have enough time in a day. So where am I going to cut time? to get all the things I need to do done. Yeah, let's cut sleep. Let's reduce our sleep time. Doesn't that make sense? And that's a typical mindset in most men, by the way. And I probably don't know of a more flawed mindset than, yeah, let's just not sleep enough and let's just keep working and I'll sleep when I'm ready or I'll sleep when I'm tired. You know what? All I need, right? When you go to all the parties and cocktail parties, Oh, I really only need three hours a night and I'm good. Really? Are you good? You're always irritable, Tom. <laughs> Tom, you're always in a bad mood, but okay, if that's what you think. So we're going to talk about sleep. We're going to kind of break it down a little bit. Why is it important? And of course, as you know, I never leave you high and dry. I always give you tools and things you can implement right away so that you can improve your health and live better with age. Sleep. Here's the thing with sleep, and there's many wearables out there, and some of them are better than others, to measure your sleep and to see how much time you're spending in bed and how much time you're actually sleeping and how much time you're spending in deep sleep versus REM sleep. Okay, here we go. The first thing is that if I asked you, hey, Larry, Bob, Bill, how many hours a night do you sleep? Well, a typical response, oh, I sleep six hours a night. Really? How do you know? How do you know? You were in bed for six hours. So you went to sleep at 11, got up at 5 a.m. But were you sleeping for six hours? So the amount of time that you're in bed and the, the amount of time that you're actually sleeping are two completely different things. And I'll tell you, on average, you're actually sleeping roughly about an hour or two hours less than the amount of time that you're actually in bed on average. So if you tell me I sleep six hours a night, and you don't have a way of measuring that, then I'm going to think you're sleeping really five hours, maybe even four hours a night. Okay? So that's how that works. The other thing is that it's more important to consistently sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time than even the amount of time that you sleep. So I know everywhere you read eight hours, you have to sleep eight hours a night. Honestly, guys, I'm with you. <laughs> I, have a lot, I do have a lot of things to do. So I can't 
be in bed for nine hours every single night and sleep eight. And if anyone can do that, you know, more power to you because there is, you know, only a certain amount of time that we have in a day and we have to get things done. But what I don't want you to do is to just think that, oh, sleep is not important. So I'd rather you sleep at a consistent time every night. Let's say you go to sleep at 10 p.m. and you wake up at 5 or 6 p.m., whenever that is. So consist even weekends, even on the weekends. And I'm going to bring it home in a little bit because I want to be holistic, but realistic, right? So I want to make sure that, you know, I just came back from a party. What do you mean? So the party lasted to one o'clock in the morning. Am I not going to party anymore so I could be in bed at 10? All right. No, that's not. The goal here is for you to live longer and better so that you can actually enjoy life. So that's what we're focused on. Later on, I'm going to give you practical tools, but a quick takeaway here is more often than not, go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time, period, end of story. And that's more important than having to sleep seven hours, eight hours every night. All right. So Dr. Gio, I understand sleep is really important, but there's no way I have insomnia. There's just no way chronic insomnia. There's no way I can do that. Okay. Listen, here's the deal. What I've noticed throughout my 20-year clinical experience, and again, I'm not a sleep doctor, right? So I'm a naturopathic functional medicine doctor that specializes in men's health and urology. So it's all connected. Better you sleep, the better you do urologically. Okay? It's all connected. What I've learned is that most people, it's not a chemical, biochemical problem or just a disease like insomnia. It's behavioral. And you've created bad habits, bad sleep habits. Why? Because it's really not important, or at least you thought that it wasn't until you listened to this podcast, right? I, I don't have time for that. So the first thing you need to do is change your mentality about sleep. Understand that you do need to get enough sleep. If you're interested in not getting up to pee in the middle of the night, I'm not kidding. Well, Dr. Gio, you don't know me. You're talking, you don't know. Is my prostate, I have an enlarged prostate, and that's why I get up at night. Not necessarily. Oh, Dr. G, I have overactive bladder. Not necessarily. The research shows that many people get up at night to urinate multiple times a night because they don't sleep well. Might be a chicken and egg scenario, but oftentimes if you're not in a deep sleep, I mean, test yourself. I know when I'm having one of those days that, you know, I don't know, a lot in my head. Yeah, I'm going to get up and pee. I don't necessarily get up in the middle of the night to pee. So sleep, sleep is associated with chronic urinary problems. Poor sleep is associated with prostate cancer. The group of people, there's, well, I don't want to oversimplify. What causes prostate cancer? Well, that's a different story for a different day. Keep listening to these podcasts and go to drgeo.com because I write a lot about those kinds of things there. But as it relates to sleep, a group of people that automatically will have an increased risk of prostate cancer are night shift workers. Not my opinion, not my opinion, scientific fact, night shift workers. And there's reasons for that. But the bottom line is sleep is important for your urological function. It's important to prevent or reduce the risk of cancer. It's important for your brain health. You know, I have a friend recently who said, Gio, man, you need to help me. I, you know, I, I feel like my memory, you know, I'm now 47. I feel like my memory, you know, I can't remember things like I, I'm not as sharp as I used to. Well, tell me about your sleep. Oh, no. 
my sleep is horrible. If I get four hours a night, I said, well, you need to start there. And it turned out that he started sleeping better because I, I was having this conversation with him. His memory even improved subjectively, right? So he just said, yeah, that alone helped. So sleep affects everything. Sleep detoxifies and washes out your brain, by the way. There's more cerebral spinal fluid going to your brain and washing things out or plaques and things while you're sleeping. Let me take this a step further. Uh, I'm actually getting excited here because I love this topic. And if you listen to the last a previous episode where I talk about metabolism and weight gain and things like that, I spoke about this. So you want to listen to that. It's a good one. Your metabolism is higher, meaning what? Meaning you burn more calories when you're sleeping than when you're out exercising or jogging. Your metabolism is higher. It's called BMR, basal metabolic rate. Basal metabolic rate is how high is your metabolism or how well do you burn energy, in this case calories, while you are in a coma or sleeping. 70% of your calorie energy efficiency and burning abilities happens when you're sleeping. So that means there's a lot of activity happening when you're sleeping. Testosterone. <laughs> right? Many of you guys want to know how to boost your testosterone. You guys ready to, you know, inject your thighs with testosterone, right? Take potions, right? Sleep. You produce most of your testosterone while you sleep. And that's one of the main reasons why at times there's a morning woody, right? Men who wake up with an erection. By the way, men, there's another component. From the time you're 13 to the time you're very old and probably forever, men get three to five erections a night. That's only during sleep. There's a reason for that. That's to keep the organ healthy because there's more blood flow going to the organ. So have I convinced you already that you need to prioritize sleep and not think that is a waste of time or, oh, my best line is this, oh, I'll sleep when I die. We all have heard that one before. I'll sleep when I die, right? So you need to change the mentality. Sleep is absolutely essential. And right now, today, if you ask me, gun in my head, Dr. Gio, tell me what's more important, sleep or diet? And I'm like, I don't know. I was like asking me which one of my three kids I love most. No, right now, I'll kill you if you don't. It's sleep. It's sleep. In fact, if you don't sleep, if you don't get good sleep, you're more hungry throughout the day because of the chemicals that are produced and not produced that make you more hungry. All right. So sleep is important. It starts with changing your mentality about sleep. All right. How does it help? It helps all the things that I just mentioned with disease and everything and, and reducing the risk. It helps you reset. You can think better. If you listen to the Reset and Stress and Meditation podcast a few weeks ago, we learned about resetting, right? Well, sleep is a very important part of your body resetting itself and getting back on track. Do you need to be perfect? In other words, every single night, Dr. Gio, I need seven hours of sleep, go to sleep at 10, wake up at five or six, every single night. No, you don't need to be perfect because you're alive. You're doing things in life. You're working and you're honestly, look, sometimes I have teenage daughters. Guess what? Our best conversations sometimes are at 10, 10, 30 p.m. And it's super important if you want to do a good job as a dad particularly with teenage girls, it's super important to talk to them. And sometimes it is what it is. It happens when it happens. And it's 10.30 at night past my bedtime, but we're having a conversation, right? So life is life. 
the bottom line here is there's a good rule of never twice in a row, right? So never twice in a row. So sometimes I'm writing articles and my book and it's one or two o'clock in the morning. Well, the next day I'm going to sleep at 10 o'clock at all costs, right? So never twice in a row will I sacrifice my sleep. That's a, just a good general rule. When we are talking about sleep, we're talking about good quality, not only quantity. So quality probably matters more than quantity. So I'd rather you sleep six hours a night solid and it be good quality. All right, how do I sleep with good quality? First thing, alcohol. Alcohol interferes with quality sleep. You know this. You drank a lot and you slept for eight hours and you wake up groggy and the next day is horrible. So that's because alcohol interferes with quality of sleep. That's not the only thing. Big, heavy meals at night interferes with quality sleep, right? So sometimes your, your last meal is at 10 p.m. and you, you're eating this huge mountain, a lot of carbs or everything. You wake up with what I call a carbohydrate hangover. You still feel like you drank and you're saying, man, I didn't drink, but I feel like I'm hungover. Right. That's because you overate. So you want to give yourself, if you're going to drink alcohol, give yourself two to three hours you know, when you stop drinking before you go to bed, same thing with eating and your meals, two to three hours. Dr. Gio, Saturday night too, really? Look, I'm saying learn the rules really well first and then break them intelligently. That's all I'm saying. Live life, enjoy life, life, you know, it is what it is, but break them intelligently. So that's how it is with sleep. Some of you are taking melatonin. Melatonin does not help with getting you to sleep or quality of your sleep. Okay. Melatonin sets your circadian rhythms again. So it helps with circadian rhythms, meaning what? That melatonin is secreted at night. So you take it at night and it kind of sets your rhythm for the day. And melatonin does have anti-cancer properties and immunostimulating properties. And so you may or may not be secreting enough by yourself at night. So supplementing with melatonin might be a good thing for you. I don't know. I'm not I'm not your personal doctor here, but it depends. But I oftentimes recommend it and prescribe it. So, but I want to be clear because a lot of people take melatonin to go to sleep and think they help them with sleep. It doesn't. Other things might help you with sleep. Some botanicals that include passion flower, lemon balm, chamomile, nice chamomile tea prior to going to sleep or maybe one or two hours before so that you're not peeing up at night might be fine. L-theanine, which helps calms down your nervous system. If you're not going to sleep because you're stressing too much, then L-theanine may help. But here's what I know. If you wake up, Dr. G, I have no problems going to sleep. This is another one I hear. No problems going to sleep. Man, I wake up at 2 to 3 a.m. every morning, and then I can go back to sleep. The issue there is that you're going to sleep with too many things in your head and all the problems that you're trying to solve that you haven't solved. So the 2 to 3 a.m. wake up, that's due to racing mind, a lot of stress, and you're trying to resolve things and you haven't resolved things. What do you do? Journal, three to five minutes, free writing in a notebook. Get a nice notebook, free writing. Doesn't have to be organized, doesn't have to be grammatically correct. Free writing, okay? Uh, my to-do list, what you wanna do between eight and 9 p.m. is the following. You wanna tie up loose ends from the day, the last email to the client, last conversation with your family members. So tie up any loose ends. Two, view your calendar for the next day so that you know exactly where you need to be and what you have going on for the next day so that you don't forget. And three, free write in a notebook for three to five minutes 
your thoughts, possible solutions. It doesn't have to be the only solution or the solution, but just possible solutions. Your to-do list. I definitely cannot forget X to call whoever at 3.30. I write that down. Right there, what you're doing is you're dumping your brain and your mind in a notebook. And you'll see that you won't wake up between 2 and 3 a.m. All right? So sleep is important. It helps you reset, helps with stress. If you want to stress less, sleep better, exercise more. Look at, here our stress and reset podcast, which we get, I'll give you some really practical tools to stress a little bit less and make is a priority, right? Do I like watching the late baseball game and football game? I do, but I don't do it often because I want to sleep. I'd rather just wake up in the morning and at some point watch ESPN and give me the, you know, the rundown of who won. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate our relationship here and I appreciate what we're doing and I appreciate you tuning in podcast after podcast. It means a lot to me. And if I ever not sleep well enough, it's because I'm thinking, how can I deliver the best information I can so that you, my audience, can live your best life as you age? This is Dr. Gio signing off. I'll talk to you next time. For tuning in to this week's episode of the Dr. Geo podcast. You can watch all episodes of this podcast and much more by subscribing to my YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash Geo Espinoza ND. If you love what you heard today, you can help by leaving a five star review of the podcast on Apple and Spotify as each review helps us reach more men who are serious about improving their urological health and how to function better with age. And for the latest research and actionable takeaways in a world of men's health and integrative urology, sign up for my newsletter at drgeo.com. I'll see you next time. And now for a brief disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and we're not forming a doctor-patient relationship through this medium. The use of the information and all links associated with this podcast is at the listener's risk and is not to replace medical advice from a physician or a healthcare practitioner. Lastly, thoughts and opinions related to this podcast are my own and may not reflect the views of any institution or organization I'm associated with.